This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan, and to me, she is the modern day Stevie Nicks. She's also absolutely gorgeous and just such a cool chick that you just want to hang out with. Uh, Her highly anticipated single, Save Myself, is out now. Go and check her out on Spotify or Instagram and let me know what you think about that. I think we're going to be hearing and seeing a lot more of Cash out there coming up. Um, I'm pretty happy about that. So take a listen. Hello. Hello. So how are you doing? Are you in Nashville right now? I am in Nashville. I'm just on a day off and um, just kind of hanging out. It's my niece's birthday. I've got some family in town from Canada right now. So awesome. So are you, I know you have a new, is it a new album or a new song coming out, right? A new new single. Yeah. Okay. Um, So we're starting just with the single. I've got another one coming out in probably end of June, beginning of July, somewhere around there, maybe middle of July. It just depends on timing. Um, and then there'll be a third one probably in the fall somewhere. So um, trying to do like a little three song kind of, I guess, like an EP and then eventually mm-hmm. probably have uh, a bunch more after that. So I've kind of found my magic team. So I feel like we're just going to constantly oh. be creating music. So oh, that's so great. Yeah. It's hard, I think, getting you know to that point for a lot of artists. So I hear it absolutely yeah. is. It's taken me. I mean, I've been doing this for quite a while and it's taken me a good long time to actually find the people that it's really important to find the people that catch your vision. Right. And not everybody will, and that's totally okay. Um, but these, these people that I'm working with are really like supportive of the things that I want to say and kind of letting me have creative control and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it feels really good. I feel really safe and validated and, um, ready to speak out what I need to speak out. So yeah, that's amazing. So tell me about your backstory. Like where, how did this happen? You've been doing it for a while. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing music, uh, not like willingly, but not uh, getting paid for it since I was yeah. just a little a little girl. I've been uh, trying to create my own sound and my own, um, I guess, like my own individual artistry. I started kind of really going for that in 2013, so almost 10 years mm-hmm. now. And I'm just finally finding my feet. I have been singing since I was like two and I've been, you know, grew up singing in church and mm-hmm. have been writing since I would think when I wrote my first song, when I was like 11 or something. Wow. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of like, I'm actually really have kind of found my niche and my sound and know exactly what direction I want to go. And I've got the whole brand kind of ready to rock and roll. And I'm just kind of feeling like now is the time. So it's yeah. good. It's, I've had to go through some life experiences to get some really good lyrics. So yeah, they say that, right? Like sometimes yeah. bad, not I have really bad things, but like you can get great, you know, music come out of that sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, kind of blessings in disguise. Yeah. I mean, they sent me your song and I was like, oh, I love it. Like, oh, this chick is cool. I was like, you know, I just, yeah. I, it totally resonated with me. And, and I know they sent me a little bit about the song. Let's see. Is it, how could you love me when I didn't love me? Is that the new uh, one? Yeah. It's okay. called save myself. Save myself. Okay. So I loved, they, they kind of gave me a little bit of info about this and like, you know, the story behind it. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So this was a song kind of about, well, everything shut down. So I've been living in Nashville since 2016 and everything shut down and I'm a Canadian citizen here. So I, I have a work visa. And basically when the music stopped, I had no way to work for myself because I have to stay within the restrictions of my visa. Right. That's like my legal obligation. So I, 
So I had to go back to Canada because there was no way that I could work here. And the music stopped in Canada too. So I just had completely lost my sense of identity. You know, I was an adult living in my parents' basement and no idea what to do with myself. And I ended up connecting with a, an old guy from my, from my past. And we kind of like decided we were going to see what dating looked like for us. And I felt really hard for him. And, and it was really quick too. Like it was probably the sh- shortest relationship I think I've ever had in my life. But probably one of the most impactful because I felt like I was in a place where looking back now, I should have never dated because I was not in a healthy place to have done that. I was dealing with some mental health issues. And like, obviously Mm -hmm. I just lost my work, lost my home, all of that stuff. So I kind of looked at him to be an escape and Mm -hmm. my savior. And because I, I wasn't in a place where I was good with myself. So the song kind of came out of, you know, fast forward to a year later, things are a little bit more back to normal. I'm kind of back on my feet again. I've taken some time to go to therapy and really done some good work on myself. And now that that stuff has kind of healed, I've been able to look at it and been like, I was responsible for these things in Uh. this, in this breakup. And it's really about taking ownership for the things that I did wrong and learning that like, there's, there's no way that I should have ever put the responsibility of somebody to be my happiness on that person. And kind of, that's my responsibility to be and do things that make myself happy and be my own savior and my own hero. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if there's, and it's just, it can break down right into the, like the very physical day to day. Like if I need a shelf hung, I don't need to call a friend to do that. I can go on YouTube and figure out how to do it myself and be my own. Oh, wow. I wish I could do that. I am horrible at hanging shelves just for the I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're straight. No. Like, I am wrong. so bad with stuff like that. I'm like, yes, you go, girl. But no, I am um, the worst. But no, I totally get that. I, I do. And I, I think that's really cool that you're you're talking about this stuff too. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the saving yourself in the in the the physical, like I just talked about with this, mm-hmm. this thing, but it's also saving yourself in the emotional, which is like yeah. taking steps to go to therapy. It's saving yourself in the spiritual, which is like, you know, if that's, if you're feeling a disconnection there, figuring out what kind of spiritual tools work for you or religion, if that's what you're looking for. And mm-hmm. just kind of really learning that you're the person that needs to take those steps in order for you to get better and become a better person and find happiness for yourself. Yeah. That's so, great advice. I mean, I think a lot of people, including myself. I think many people I knew went through the same type of things, you know, and it's funny when, when I went to LA, which was years ago, but I went on a work visa because I'm a British citizen. So I totally get that. And it was, I remember, you know, it was like, Oh, you can only do modeling and acting. And it's like, if you're not booking those jobs, but you you can't work doing anything else. I'm like, Oh yeah, I know. I'm like, I couldn't even, I can't even serve drinks anywhere. You can't like do anything. So that's kind of a weird situation. I totally get that being an artist and like being like, okay, I'm broke, but if you're not getting the audition, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're like, stuck between a rock and a hard place. Cause I'm yeah. like, I don't want to go home and right. do what I was doing before, but I kind of have no choice at this point in the game. So right, exactly. And at that point we had no end in sight yet either. Yes. So it was kind of like, I just, when I decided to come back here, I kind of just had to pull shoot and, and um, try and make it work. And I was fortunate enough that everything was, has been open up and mm-hmm. I was able to get back to work down here, but That's cause awesome. I know there's a lot of places that aren't. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's true. So you're back in Nashville and you're ready to go. So this this is going to be happening soon. It looks like too. So this comes out, let's see, is it May the 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It, comes out, it technically breaks tonight at midnight. I'm very excited. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. And tell me, tell me about Don Minks, because I am a big Fleetwood Mac fan. Huge, actually. So Don is apparently, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been able to utilize his connections there yet. And it's not yeah. not utilizing. It's just like, we're still getting to know each other. You know, I mean, he wants to make sure I'm not going to faint when I meet Steve <laughs> for the first time. Right? I, I think yeah, I would too. But no, Don came into my music world through my branding, marketing, and PR firm, they were able to make a connection there for me and help me get connected with him for a write. And it just kind of like, we we did one together with another artist and it was, it went really well. But then when we had the combination of myself, John, uh, Don Miggs and John Luzzy, 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 I'm not entirely sure how to say his last name, but <laughs> the combination of the three of us just turned into magic. And this wow. song just was like, they, I was, it was interesting because I was working with two men, but they are men that are so gentle and careful and um, very clear with women in the industry. So I felt mm-hmm. very safe. I, I felt like awesome. I would, I felt like I was kind of with some, some big brothers and I was able to just kind of really dive into the vulnerability of what I went through and why I wanted to write this song. And I had previously, before we had all met up, I had sent them some ideas around some, some poet, poetry, poetry stuff that I was uh, writing. Cause I also do that just to kind of like get the, get the juice flowing, you know? And the one line is uh, the right, right at the very beginning. I was thinking I've, I've been watching how the moon moves on its way into the sea. I was wanting oh. to do something about that too, because that right there very much encompass, encompasses who I am as a spiritual person. I'm very mm-hmm. into stars and the moon and this. Me too, and then, actually. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. So I wanted to kind of be able to put some of that side of myself into this song and they just sat there and listened to me talk and typed a whole bunch of stuff out. Really? And, yeah. And they just, they just, and then we just kind of birthed this. That's, it was amazing. It was like cool. magical in itself. Yeah. And then we just created this magic and, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, I think I found my little tribe to write with for, for oh you know, the next couple records at least, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it was one of those kismet moments that just was turned into a magical experience. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. That's awesome. So who is your favorite artist? If you had to pick. Um, I don't know if I have just one. There's yeah. so many artists that I love for so many different reasons. I probably like my top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely Stevie because of her beautiful witchery and also <laughs> her just the way that she was so open and honest and poetic, the way that she wrote her, her songs. Most of them are actually her journal entries that have been mm-hmm. turned, like put to music. And I just think that that's so incredibly vulnerable for a time when people were kind of, I mean, people were definitely speaking out in the seventies and, and the early eighties mm-hmm. when her music came out, but it was more like she, people were high a lot too. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and so she, the way that she just expresses kind of what, what she's feeling in her writing, Chris Stapleton, obviously you cannot love yeah, that, that yeah. man without, or you can't, you can't not love that man. Like he's just, his, his you can voice. just, that's exactly yeah. soul in the, in the voice. Uh-huh. He just sings from a spiritual place for sure. Adele, obviously same thing. And I love the fact that she has stood her ground on who she is and what she wants to do and the way she wants to her career to unfold. And she has not let anything get in the way of that and the way that she wants to do it specifically. Like I know that her, for her, her weight has always been a topic and she's Mm -hmm. just been herself and very honest and authentic about that. And two more of my favorites, John Mayer, because I mean, he's just Mm. a monster. He's awesome. um, Yeah. 
And he's not afraid to be like cheesy, which I love. <laughs> he is a little cheesy, but you know what? Coming from him, I don't mind the cheese, you know? I know. Down there. So it's like, the bring out the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and then H-E-R, like uh. she's, she is so, the amount of soul and growth and wisdom that comes out of her and her songs. And she is young. She's, I think she's 24. Uh-huh. And you would never guess that because she's, I, when I, when I first found her, I thought she was like, you know, close to my age, maybe in her thirties mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And uh, I was like, no way. Like this girl is not your typical 24 year old. Generally speaking is singing about, you know, heartbreak and, and yeah. stuff like that. And she's singing about like, you know, having thought she had a divine appointment somewhere and having to change it, <laughs> you know, and I was, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. And then her guitar skills too are amazing. So yeah. Yeah. I would say those are my, those are my people. Those are the ones. Those are great. I like, I, yeah, I like feel the same way. What would you say your biggest struggles have been? I know you mentioned like the mental health things and, you know, obviously COVID times and that type of thing, but what would you say has been something that's come up for you? I think there's a, there's a few things. One has been kind of not being authentic to who I am and what yes. I want to do and put out and be, and listening to what everybody, all the chatter and the noise mm-hmm. and what everybody thinks I should be. Oh yeah. That it's kind of, I would, I would say that's like the getting in your own way kind of a thing because you're not trusting your intuition and you're mm-hmm. not trusting the, the things that turn you on and the things that light you up and mm-hmm. listening to uh, everybody else's stuff. Being a woman in the industry has been a little difficult. It has its ups and downs and it has its goods and it's not so good. That's been difficult, but I think the main thing for me has been not putting myself on anybody else's timeline and taking the time that I need to take to get the songs out. Like we, we have a third song coming out in the fall and it's not written yet. And that's okay because mm-hmm. it, hasn't, it hasn't come. It hasn't come yet. Yeah. Yeah. So Good. Yeah. And, yeah. and then also like the mental health thing has been a really a big thing for me. I've, I've gone through some, like done a lot of talk therapy. I actually, you know, have therapy on Friday. I'm, I'm consistently like try to be at least in therapy once or twice a month. Now I was going every week because there was some stuff that I was working out and, you know, the mental health, I definitely did a good, a good hard nose dive downward when COVID hit and kind of lost my sense of self and didn't, I, I isolated. I didn't want to talk to anybody. There were days Mm -hmm. where I couldn't shower, you know, and I had family members coming to check on me and making sure I was eating and all of that kind of stuff. Because Mm -hmm. you just, when you're in such a bad mental state, there's just no sense of being able to take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? And so they were there for me to kind of pull me out of that and help me get my feet back on the ground. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think those, a few of those things are, have been my biggest struggles, definitely the mental health and the putting, trying to force a timeline that wasn't ready to be, you know, put into place yet. So mm-hmm. those are the two, the two biggest ones for sure. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a good grasp on, you know, you're committed to doing the therapy and it sounds like it's a good thing for you. You know, you're working yeah. through it. So that's awesome. And it's great that you're talking about it. Cause you know, so many people deal with that and it's mental health. Is it month awareness month right now? I don't, I don't know. Is it, I, I think it might be. I keep saying that. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, for me, I feel like it's always a good time to talk about, you know, yeah, those things, I agree. So, I think it yeah. should be talked about every day and it's, yeah, it's I mean, the norm. People, yeah. It should, we, mm-hmm. we should, we should talk about like, Hey, I'm having a sad day and yeah. And that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It's great. Let, let me cry for a little bit and let some of these out and then figure out what it's about and work yeah. through it. We'll go from there. So exactly. Yeah. What do you think as far as like your fans and all that, what do you think is one thing that they'd be surprised to know about you maybe that they think you're not a certain way or is there something that they'd be like what she likes this or oh well I think it's I think it's 
pretty, pretty common knowledge that I'm like super into holistics, but if I wasn't doing music or something in the holistic world, I would actually probably be an interior designer. Really? I love love interior design. Oh my God. Your house is gorgeous. I thought that right when I came on, I was like, oh, she's got style too. I can tell everything, just the placement. I'm kind of like that. So I like things in their place and, you know. Yeah. I'm constantly like, just like this plant looks wrong. So I'll just like turn it. I'm like much better. Yes. It looks great. And yeah. I've, I've been a renter for a really long time. So I've learned how to like sneakily renovate. Yes. That's an art kitchen. form in itself, it right? Is. It's like, I can do this, this. I remember that. Yeah. I took my ugly green countertops into stainless steel countertops. Just Did you really? Paper. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do you do that? <laughs> contact paper. It's like fake stainless steel looking contact paper. And everybody thinks I have stainless steel countertops. So that is it works so for me. Cool. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally impressed. So what's next for you? What do you see happening, you know, in the next year or so? What are your goals? And- um, well, I think the goals for me are to continue to write in the way that I'm writing with the response that I'm getting from this particular song. I feel like it's, I'm kind of realizing that I have some important things to say because of my life experience and people are really thirsty and hungry for music that has some sort of nutrients to it and substance to Mm -hmm. it. And I think that, that there's some space for my voice in, in where that's where I'm sitting with that. And so I think I'm, I'm hoping through that, that I can, my dream is to be on a bunch of festival tours. I would absolutely love that around, but I think that, you know, for me, I think it's just a matter of being able to transition from singing covers for a living to be able to doing my own music for a living. I mean, that would be success for me. And that would be a a major milestone hit for me. It doesn't have to, I mean, would I love to make millions? Yes, everybody would, but it's kind of like, I just want to be able to, excuse me, um, have all of my stuff paid just by my Mm -hmm. making my own music. I think that's like the main, the main goal for me, but yeah. Festival tours is, is like the big number one thing that I'd love to do some stadium shows. And I think like immediately jumping on a tour with somebody and going, um, mm-hmm. going in is like an opener. Like, I mean, if John Mayer needs a new one or Brett Eldridge yes. needs a new one, I'll gladly jump on and let's manifest that. Let's get, <laughs> get the crystals. I'm all into that. Whatever, so. whatever it takes. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think that would be great. It's just like, I'd love to be doing something like that in the, by the fall, if that works. And if that that timeline looks right, but again, I'm also not that time, that stuff has to happen naturally and organically when it's, when it's supposed to. Right. It's all about the timing, right? That's the thing in life. A lot of times I'm always like, I want this to happen now, you know, and it's like, it's like, if life doesn't work that way, it's like, no, kind of like, okay, well, whatever it's supposed to, happen, you know? I know you're like, Oh, I have to wait. But the, yeah. the thing is, is I've learned it. I've learned that if you force it, the timing, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot yes. because can't. you're not going to get the, the best version of you'll get like the, the quick version, but sometimes yeah. things take long to procure and, or a little longer than we want them to. And, and I would rather have the best version and just kind of like, I mean, I am not patient whatsoever. I'm but. not either. I know it's one <laughs> thing I have to work on and I, I have, and I do, but still I'm like, Oh, you know, and I just feel like, okay. So yeah, you're right though. Sometimes it's, it's always better when you wait for it. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Trust in the timing. It's important. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm yeah. excited. I can, I can totally see these festival tours happening. I really Thank can. You. I think you've got something really special and unique and, you know, 
I think that people are ready for it, which is really good because again, trusting the timing, I'm, I'm kind of glad that this didn't happen when I was in my early twenties, because I don't know if I would have been as comfortable and ready for it and, and unwilling to, to what's the word I'm looking for. I want to say filter out the BS, but that's not what I know. I know what you mean though. I was was chatter. Yes. Yes. Cause in your twenties, you're so like not hyper aware, but I think you have, as you get older, you can kind of shut out that I just focus yeah. on your own stuff, right? Yeah. I think in your twenties, you care more about what other people do. I don't and give a shit anymore. I'm like, I'm I'm I don't, <laughs> you don't like my hair color. I don't yeah. care. I'm like, I'm just going to do me. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of, yeah. You think I should take my nose ring out? It's not your nose. <laughs> exactly. You <know? laughs> like, exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Um, awesome. So how about social media? If someone's listening and they want to yeah. find you and become a fan. Yeah. So I am uh, Cash Crawford on most things. I'm Cash Crawford Music on TikTok. I just started a TikTok. And Ooh, I, how's I, that going? I need to, I was on there and then I got kind of scared. I was like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've done some voice acting stuff. So I kind of like the stuff where you do the, you line up with somebody else's talking. Yeah. Um, I've done a couple of Shit's Creeks, little blurbs, which Ooh, I really, cool. <laughs> but mostly I just kind of like, Sometimes I share what's on my heart instead. And it's just like a little one minute of kind of like what I'm going through that day. One, one day I shared a little blurb of me cleaning out my closet and talking about like the symbolism of purging and yes. how getting rid of like the old stuff, even just with clothing, you're making space Huge. for new stuff to come in and mm-hmm. like, and like what that can look like in your life too. So I kind of just try and share those things. Like it's like every day. Feel, yeah. Those, yeah, those I love it. On uh, Saturday Night Live, it's like deep thoughts with Jack Hand. Yes, like I do deep that thoughts. on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, That's cool. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, okay, great. awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Very cool. And best of luck in Nashville. I'm sure you're gonna kill it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Yes, we'll okay. talk soon. All right, take care. take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Karina. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes and give us a rating. And you can also see the written article on authoritymagazine.com. In the meantime, stay safe and we hope to see you back here soon.